What is going on, guys? Welcome into the YPR podcast. I am your guys' host, Jeff, the Honest Marketer. And well, YPR stands for Young People Revolution, where young doesn't mean young in age, it means young in mindset. I'm not ready to retire. I want to have more to give more. Welcome in today, guys, to another episode. I'm excited to have you guys here. This is uh, one of the first episodes in uh, the last couple of weeks, almost a month maybe, that I've actually been in my little video auditing studio. I've been doing them walking around parking lots for the last couple of days, just kind of pacing, wandering. But inspiration hits, and that's how uh, most of these podcasts are created, actually. It's just kind of Jeff Talks inspirational moments. Like, dude, I need I need to talk about that because it's either in my head or I uh, I know it'll help somebody that is out there listening. I don't know. So today's subject, what we're going to be talking about is um, feeling behind or not feeling like you're good enough or just <laughs> appreciating how far you've come. Um, I mean, we're going to we're going to take this a long ways. I actually have no idea where we're going to take this uh, podcast, but I, what I do know Starting out, um, I'm going to tell you kind of a, a little bit of what's what's going on in my life and how I'm feeling. And like, yeah, weird. I know. Uh, I'm a guy talking about how I'm feeling. It, it comes off funny. But um, I think it'll be reflectful and helpful for a lot of a lot of you guys. Okay. So for most of you, um, you kind of know a little bit about me, but uh, I'm, a, I'm a young entrepreneur. If this is the first time you've been here on this podcast, you're like, dude, Jeff, why are you telling us about you? Like, I, what? What's going on here? Um, let's let's kind of catch you guys up. I'm a young entrepreneur. I'm uh, 26 this time. I'm a full-time entrepreneur. I've been full-time for the last two years. I own a full-service marketing agency um, that helps insurance agents, real estate agents, network marketing agents, mostly now, to gen more leads and close money deals. That's my two biggest skills. Gen leads, close deals. Gen leads, close deals. Um, I help other individuals too, whether it's at the agency or in a coaching level. I have a coaching program called Grow the List, which is growing, which is awesome, where I get to work with you guys one-on-one, actually in a group coaching session, not one-on-one, group coaching session, um, and teach you guys, train you guys. Every single month, we get on a live coaching call where I teach you cool things. And um, I also uh, have some programs, trainings, growth hacks to get ahead um, and all those kind of things. So I teach Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever. Cool marketing strategies that I've learned by doing all myself or my clients. Cool little hacks and tricks around three different categories because there's three categories on the internet. Gain attention, convert the attention, and keep the attention or follow up. Um, and so that's uh, what the whole program is about. You know? And so stay tuned. I've got something cool coming up for that. I'm going to be putting together a free training where you guys going to kind of get to test it out and feel a little bit of the cool stuff. So stay tuned. But um, this talk, okay, it comes from a couple of things. I just had a guy reach out to me, and actually, it's weird. I, I have I have people reach out to me all the time, prospecting me or trying to sell me their network marketing company. Whatever, no shame, no shade. Um, and it it just today I don't know why, but it really gave me a flashback. And uh, I think it's a couple of things on top of each other. Okay, and so what I what I teach people getting started in entrepreneurship is kind of my process. I teach people what worked for me, and the biggest thing I teach is going out there, messaging people on the internet and prospecting people on the internet, talking to people on the internet, getting attention on the internet, converting that attention by by building relationships the same way that you would do it offline. And uh, I had a guy reach out to me and what he said was really cool. Nothing nothing bad, but he prospected me. We became friends. I think I found him in a Facebook group or he found me in a Facebook group. He added me. And uh, I started prospecting him. Not really, just like messaging him saying, hey dude, you know, tell me, tell me about yourself. So that's how I start with prospecting. I started prospecting him and uh, started talking with him, building a relationship, getting to know him, all that kind of stuff. And then uh, this conversation transitioned really quick to his network marketing company, and it went straight to a pitch. 
And nothing bad with that or whatever. I'm not not throwing shade again because um, this is actually what I used to do. And he just went straight to a pitch. And what he did was his message um, was like, hey, you know, seeing this was a day after. So we stopped talking. I left him on red because I got busy or whatever. I forgot to continue the conversation. So I left him on red and was working on another project or something. And then two or three days ago, he messaged me. Maybe it was yesterday. I don't know. But he messaged me. And in that message, it said, dude, since you're a busy entrepreneur, he's like, I got something for you. He's like, you have two businesses. I see you running around like crazy. He's like, hey, how would you like it if uh, I had something that would help you, you know, lower your grocery bill costs? Would you be interested to that? Now, a couple of things wrong with that <laughs> as a marketer, not again, just the only way I can teach is breaking it down and tearing it back up. So um, couple things wrong. The first thing about that that was wrong is that we never built a real formal relationship. And so the first part that was wrong about that question, um, getting started was, is that the way he asked it, okay? When you want to pitch you, in, in sales, this comes from the sales side of Jeff, right? There's marketing Jeff and there's the sales side of Jeff. Sales side of Jeff, myself, third person, weirdo, I know. But um, the sales side is, is that when you want to pitch your product or service, you have to earn the right to close. You have to earn the right to ask or talk about the product. You can't just go in for the jugular and pitch them. And so what he did was, was is the way he asked it, would you be interested in this? And that's okay sometimes if you have the relationship and there's, if, if it's not a cold relationship, right? You don't ask, would you be interested if you don't know if they'd be interested? <laughs> that question, that question isn't right. You see the problem with that question, it's a great question if you are know that they would be interested or you're like 80% sure they'd be interested, right? When you, when you're asking that question, Hey Jeff, would you be at all interested to lowering your, your grocery bills? Dude, you have no idea if I'm going to be interested because we didn't talk about groceries. We didn't talk about any of that stuff. You see what I'm saying here? And so he, he went in for the close without knowing. And it's, it's an honest question. It's not like he was being rude, but it was, it was improperly timed. And when it comes to entrepreneurship, timing's everything especially sales. When you say things in the wrong timing, it's not as effective, right? And so if he would ask more questions, you know, maybe money questions or whatever, but the problem, the problem with him asking, hold on, with him, with him asking that question is he doesn't, he didn't have the posture. He doesn't have the confidence in himself to ask money questions because he's at a job. And I, 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 uh, I know for a fact that he's working a, a low paying job. And so, he doesn't have the self-confidence and the posture in himself yet, I assume, and this is me making assumptions, I don't know, um, that to ask these high-level questions that um, would show that you're winning, right? And so you, problem one is, is the wrong timing, but the deeper underlying problem is lack of self-confidence inside of oneself. And so he wasn't as sold on his product or his service or himself as he should have been. And so... Where I'm going with this is, is that work on self-confidence, okay? Now, the second problem with all of that was um, the biggest problem, okay, actually, is, is that um, he, he, didn't, he didn't know whether or not I'd be interested in that. So meaning this is where the, the big problem comes is, is that he assumed that I would be interested and that was the hook, the thing that would rope me in as, as lowering my bills, right? So the, what he did was, Hey, you're busy. Would you be interested in lowering your bills? Two things there. One, they're not a good correlation. Just because I'm busy does not mean that I'd be interested in lowering my bills. They do not have a tan. They're not, you, you see, they're not relevant. They're not the same. They're not, they're not. Okay. Yes. You're busy. I have this thing to help you lower your time or help you buy some of your time back. Right. 
you're busy. You want to lower your bills. Doesn't work. Hey, you're, you have bad phone signal. You're not able to talk on the phone. Perfect. I have a phone company that works where you're at. Would you be interested in that? <laughs> you see, you see, they have to be directly matching in order to do that. That's, that's what made, that was the biggest thing that made that question wrong. It wasn't, it wasn't that it was the question that was wrong. It was, it was that it wasn't qualified for that question. You see, he tried to qualify it that I'm a busy entrepreneur. So I'd want, but, but it was the wrong qualifications. You see what I'm saying? And so what he didn't know is if I if I was qualified for that close. And now this is a sales tip for you guys. It's kind of a high level question. If you guys are out there prospecting, you need to know your client. You need to know your ideal target market. You need to know how to speak to them. And I talk a lot about that in marketing a lot. Um, and a big thing with that is, is that most entrepreneurs aren't interested in lowering their bills. They're just not. Like people, most people, like there's a lot of people on the planet will pay extra money to have the things that they like. They'll pay extra money for the experience or for the product or the brand. Like that's that's just common. You don't go out there and buy the knockoff brand of toothpaste from the Dollar Tree. No, you go buy Colgate because you like Colgate or Crest because you like Crest. You don't buy a cheaper Dollar Shave. Most people don't go out there and buy a cheaper razor. You go out there and still buy Gillette. That's why Gillette's a billion dollar company even though you know Dollar Shave Club is out there that produces the same thing for cheaper. You know what I mean here? So a lot of people, a, a lot of people buy you know, there's a, there's opportunity for that, but you have to be a master business person and marketing strategies. But most mostly things here, people will pay extra money for the convenience. You know, the like it, it's it's insane. And so, moral of what I'm saying here, most entrepreneurs are focused on the offense and not on the defense. Okay, most entrepreneurs are focused on how can I make more money, not how can I spend less money, because we can only con consolidate so far. We can only shrink our income down so or our expenses down so far. Maybe consolidation's good sometimes, but that was the the pitch that messed up with him. Okay, is that he he was he went to the consolidation mindset, and that shows me a couple of things about his pitch and about his personality, which is a big thing about you guys. Um, when when you're using the specific closes, the words that you use and the closes that you use, the questions that you ask show a huge thing to to who you are as a person and where you're at in your life. It's not a bad thing, but it's it's the way that you ask the questions. The questions that you ask are very relative to your reality for most people, most beginners, right? And you ask specific questions based on what you perceive the world to be. And you the reason I, I know that he's not making as much money is because of that question. If he thinks that that's important to ask people of consolidating income, then that's probably what he's thinking about himself. Right? How can I save money? That's the reason that he purchased into that company because it can save him money on his groceries, his his laundry soap. He's like, dude, yes, I, I'm not making a lot of money, so I want to save money. You see what I'm saying here? And so the way that you ask the questions does a massive reflection on who you are and where you're at in your life. Okay. And now this is where I want to kind of transition this into a little bit different. Okay. Level upping yourself, it it's, it's about a process. Okay. And I understand, you know, I, I used to ask those questions myself. I used to be that kind of, of person. I used to do that. I like, I used to prospect on Instagram a lot and I used to prospect on LinkedIn a lot. And I just went through a couple of days ago and saw some of my old messages that I was asking people, some of the old pitches that I was doing to get people on the phone. And some of like, I, I, and, and so it's, it's a part of the process. I used to ask those same questions and overcoming them is a matter of, of audiobooks and leveling up and surrounding yourself with the right success-minded people following me on Instagram. <laughs> Just kidding. But for real though, Jeff Trimble or the Jeff Trimble on Instagram. No, but it's, it's about, um, 
it's about surrounding yourself with the right people to level up your mindset, to level up your perspective, right? Because how you see the world is how the world's going to see you. And I, I think that's very important. Now, why why all of a sudden I, I'm creating this? Because I get people asking these questions all day, every day. So Jeff, why did you decide right now to create this podcast? And uh, it's because I, I'm starting a new training program where I'm going to be teaching people how to gen leads and close deals. And um, <laughs> I, I started going through and I'm like writing notes and I'm finding a new notepad. I'm like, dude, why why when I always need a notepad, are they not here? Like they're missing. Like what the heck, dude? <laughs> you know? And so I uh, I happened to find one in one of my old bottom drawers at my desk. And it was from the one of the original network marketing companies that I was in, uh, I went to one of their events and they gave you some notebooks. And uh, the first page on there was just a list of old leads of people that I that I gent. And uh, I used to prospect hard. Like I mean, my handwriting's horrible. I look at this and I start laughing. And I'm like, dude, this this book had to have been from five years ago. Like this note, this ink on this page was written five years ago at least. And uh, I start looking at at the notes that I was taking, right? So I wrote down this guy, his name's Sammy. I'm not going to give his information, but I was prospecting this guy. I have no idea where I met Sammy. Um, but, um, I was at a, a job. I know where I was at in my life. I was working for the first time as, as a sales guy. It was my first ever sales got job working in a Metro PCS, a prepaid sales company working kind of off commission. It was more of a bonus type job, but, um, it was group bonus based on the store. And, uh, so I was, I was working sales, officially learning sales for the first time. And I was prospecting, I think it was my customers, honestly. I think it was the customers that come in, kept coming in. And uh, I would ask them about themselves. I'd get to know them when I found an opportunity that we're buying the prepaid company, which is a horrible place to be prospecting people. Let's lower our bills at a prepaid cell phone company to find leads, whatever. But it's the best I had. And so what I wrote down was, is wants to be a biz owner, someday wants to work um, at the beach and likes music. <laughs> like that was the information, the questions I asked him to get that, that information out of him, you know? And so when you're, when you're trying to sell something to somebody, like none of that information, it's cool, but none of that, that's the cool core information, the right questions, you know, I've learned over the last five years from jumping from sales job to sales job, how to ask proper questions and loaded questions in a way to get specific answers based on the questions you ask. And that's, that's a, a finesse, an art of being in the moment, but that the questions you can clear as day, me reading this, the questions that I asked led to those answers. And those questions I asked gave me the wrong answers. None of that information is going to help me close a deal. Cool. I think he wants to be a business owner someday, unless he directly said that. But what does that mean? That means nothing because everybody, like 50% of my generation of millennials, our generation, if you're a young, actually millennial too, 50% of my generation of millennials consider themselves as an entrepreneur or want to be a business owner someday. And uh, do you think 50% of my generation is actually going to be an entrepreneur or a business owner? Hell no. So just because they want to doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean they're qualified to be, right? There's a difference between want and qualified. And, uh, I, I didn't know that at the time. And that was kind of the first part of this lesson of why I'm talking about this is that when you're asking questions, it's very important to ask questions that are qualifying questions. Like, tell me about yourself. What is it you do? Where do you want to go? What, what's stopping you from getting to where you want to go? Tell me what's in your path. What's in your way. What is your next step? What are your actions that you're taking today? What are the things that you want to become? What do you want to do? Right? 
Tell me, tell me about how you're marketing your business currently. Tell me about what you're doing right now to grow yourself. Tell me about the, you know, what is your favorite thing to do in the world? What is the, the last time you went to an entrepreneurship event? You know, tell me about the coolest thing you've ever done. And you just start asking, tell me, tell me, tell me this, tell me that, tell me this, tell me that, tell me this, tell me that. I love that. I'm demanding. I, I, uh, I'm, I'm that kind of question asker. And I recommend you guys be too, because the people that are like, tell me and being bossy are people that are worth following. And so it gives you instant status and posture when you ask a question like that. Tell me what it is that you do. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, oh shit. All right. I'll tell you, you know, and it's not rude. It's not rude if you're fun and playful. But it is, it is a posture, a power grabbing moment where you are in charge. And in sales, it's very important that you have the power and you're in charge, especially when you're prospecting on the internet. And so I think this guys, that, um, that growing and evolving is about doing it, of course. But I do know that showing up every day will change your life and changing your life quicker is about asking the right questions and getting the right information in your head. Um, if it wasn't for me going to and buying hundreds of thousands of dollars of courses and going to events and seminars and just watching countless hours of marketing videos, I would not be where I am at today. And I feel like that that's where I'm going to transition now, this conversation to, is that too many people are too hard on themselves because they're not far enough ahead. They're not, they're not fur enough forward. They haven't done enough things. They haven't, they have not, um, achieved what they want to achieve. They have not done the things that they want to do. They're not, they, right. They're, they're like, I'm not moving fast enough, but we don't look back and look at how far we've come. We don't appreciate and congratulate ourselves in the moment. Like how, dude, how freaking amazing is it? Like, dude, look, congratulations. Like you are so far from where you became. And so I want to take a moment. I don't know you. I don't know where you're at. I don't know what it is that you're doing, but I want to take a moment and say, congratulations, man. Because I know one thing, you didn't start out by listening to podcasts like this. You didn't start out by showing up and listening to this podcast for 18 minutes now and continuing going through and nodding your head and saying, oh yeah, that's a good tip. You didn't start being open-minded You didn't start by wanting to grow. You didn't start by trying to level up yourself, did you? No, because none of us do. It's not not born by default. The school system doesn't teach us to show up and listen to podcasts. It's because somehow, somewhere, you got connected with me or one of your friends referred this podcast to you and that person was your friend that referred you this podcast because you decided to step up, because you decided to work forward. You decided to read a book and he read the same book. You know, because friends don't refer success-minded podcasts to other friends that are just basic people, right? They only refer success-minded podcasts if they're success-minded themselves. And so it's been a process for you to get here. How many steps, how many touches, how many things have you done in order to get to this podcast, to level up, to continuing leveling up to get here? How many videos have you created or blog posts or how many events did you go to? How many groups, like you, you see what I'm saying? You don't just go one day and land on this podcast just to land on this podcast. It's been a process. And how far have you come? And congratulations, man, girl, lady, whatever, right? Congratulations. Congratulations on making it here. Congratulations on keep showing up. Congratulations on not fucking quitting. Because, dude, I know firsthand experience 
that there's there's been a million times that you probably wanted to quit. There's been a million times you got kicked in the teeth. There's been a million times you got punched in the mouth. There's been a million times where it just sucked and you were depressed and you were crying and you did not want to get up. I get that. Me too. <laughs> shit. Last month, I didn't want to do nothing because I lost a deal. And that shit hurts. Or I wasted, actually, what actually biggest thing was I wasted a bunch of time trying to do a process that didn't work. So I lost the deal, but it wasn't the deal that was lost. It was it was a misstep on my part. I, I uh, yeah. But it's not about that. It's not about those losses because they're not losses. They're learns. You learn something. I leveled up. I level up every day by doing something, failing, doing something and failing. And um, I want to say this because majority of you people here that are listening to this are like, dude, shiny button syndrome, right? Because you look back at that. So many people, the normal people, the, the freaking people that are complainers and losers, the ones that are shitting on you and talking down, they look at you and they'll put labels on you. Like, why are you so all over the place? Why are you so shiny button syndrome? Why are you so crazy? Like, why, why do you do all these, these things? Like, why don't you just pick something and stick with it? Dude, that's not a bad thing. I want to be very clear. If that's you, which I'm pretty positive it is you. Almost every entrepreneur is that. Guys, you have to test. You have to try. I mean, I've done a million fucking things under the sun. I didn't just, I still am trying new things. I just recently did a, a completely brand new business model that I had no idea. I blew up, massive success. But I didn't know how to do that. And I didn't enjoy it. But as a young, right, young in mindset, right, you're just getting started in entrepreneurship, right? You're, you want to have more to give more. You don't know what to do until you try it. You need to test it. You need to stick your toes in the water and start to find yourself in business. What are you good at? What do you enjoy doing? What is your process? What is your system? What business model do you want to follow? What marketing strategy do you want to follow? What is it you want to do? You're not, how, how can you know right off the fucking bat what it is you're going to do? But everybody loves to sit here and talk shit and say shiny button syndrome and you're not good enough. You are good enough. You didn't waste time. You found a million fucking ways for a light bulb not to work. Einstein. And that's okay. Keep going. Keep trying. Keep testing everything. Everything. Keep doing it. Find the things you like. Capitalize. Invest in yourself. Double down. You got fucking time. Lots of time. I don't care if you're 40. I don't care if you're 30. I don't care if you're 50. I don't care if you're 26 like me. How many days and hours and weeks and months are in front of us? Dude, I, let's be honest. I can I can goof off and not do jack shit for the next ten years, and I'm still 36, and I have a shit ton of time left. You know, I'm not I, I'm not gonna goof off and do nothing. But you maybe you're 36. You can sit here, goof off, and and try to figure this shit out and test the waters for 10 years, and you're 46, and you still have a shit ton of time left. <laughs> Seriously, like I, I I mean, how much time do we have? Tons, but we seem to be so hard on ourselves that we need it now, today, this very second. And I'm that way too. I think 99% of my stress comes from that, being impatient. And I want it now. I want it today. I want to manifest this shit into my mailbox right fucking now. But how far did we come? And how far do we have to go? You know? I, I, I think, guys, I think we're too hard on ourselves. I think we beat ourselves up too much. Um, and, and the skills that we need to acquire come from experience and digesting that information, right? So there's two sides of this. You can take all the information, the motivation, the, all this stuff that I just gave you, 
and you can just keep it, you know, and do nothing with it. But that's not going to help you get to where you want to go faster. Or you can take the information that you learn that I give you or my courses or, or the YouTube videos or anybody else you're listening to and you can implement it. And when you implement it, it starts to digest it. The digestion of the information is what is really successful for you. It's the mindset. It's how you see the world. It's how you perceive the world. And I talk about that a lot. I just actually got in a debate with somebody on the internet about some issue. It was a political issue. Shouldn't have done it, but it was what it was. And the moral of what I was trying to make is, is that the way that we see the world is, is based on the information that's in our head. And the actions that we take are based by the information that's in our head. And a lot of times people don't question or challenge the information that's in our head or where that information came from or why we make the decision the way we made the decision. We all have our own opinions on how the world should work. And we don't ever ask, were those opinions our opinions or were those opinions made by based on other people's opinions of opinions of opinions through the telephone game? And that is the massive awakening that I've started to work on in myself. That why do I say those things? Why do I do that? Why do I act that way? Why do I why do I believe that? Why do I think that? Why do I say that? You know, what what is the reason? And I start to look deeper and try to find. And you might never find all the facts, but at least you'll have a, a better foundation of what to stand for. And you're more confident in yourself and your message and what it is. And so if you're saying these things, because look, guys, as salespeople, as salespeople, we the number one selling and conversion, whatever it is you're selling, insurance, real estate, network marketing, whatever, right? The number one thing that's going to close you deals more than anything else is self-confidence. That's it. Your confidence and charisma and energy is going to sell those deals more times than not. Like that's going to be the reason you'll you'll close the deal more times than not. Mostly confidence. Confidence in yourself and confidence in the product. And so a lot of times people are saying things and doing things that they're not 100% confident in, right? They'll take their manager's script or their their coworker's script and their manager or their coworker has uh, the best opinion and they're super confident in the script, but their opinion made you your opinion of why that sales script is the best script to say. And you never question that. You never try the process. You, you see, you never, you never implement it and, and start to look deeper like, is this it? You never ask those questions and I think that's the issue for a lot of people. And it, it happens in politics. It happens in, in personal life. It happens in marriages, all of that. Why do you think things should be that way? Why do you say the things you say? And and in sales, let's just keep it on that. When you know for a fact, there's a good example. I used to sell roofs, okay? And um, we we had this thing called a ridge vent. And I don't know, they used to tell us, teach us this um, I don't want to get too in the weeds, but we, we, they used to teach us this exact sales pitch that would, uh, close it 30%. If you said the pitch exactly the right way, it's a closing, it'll close at 30%. It's been proven to close at 30%. So just stick to the script. It closes at 30%. And, uh, <laughs> there was a saying that everybody said is that we, we have this amazing ridge vent system that was made and tested by Boeing. Like they would literally say this thing had been tested by Boeing and everybody started saying that shit. And, and I don't know where it came from or why, but it became our, our test. And in the back of my head, I was like, dude, why the hell would Boeing <laughs> test a, a rooftop? Like it's the top of your roof, like the shingles. And um, it was used in the sales pitch. 
over and over and over again. And it, it, it came from somebody somewhere. It said it. They're like, dude, that sounds cool. And they started using that and they assumed it was true because someone's opinion of someone's opinion is someone's opinion. And it went around the company for probably like six months, years, a year, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how long they've been saying it. I was there for six months and that's that's what I heard for six months. There was a bunch of other things too, little things that had just tweaked in through the rumor vine. And and uh, if you don't know those things, then your confidence wavers. And if your confidence on those things aren't high, then you're never going to close a deal. You know, like people can smell it and feel it. So moral of all of this, we're going to end this podcast today. Moral of all this is, guys, be confident in yourself. Be confident in where you're going. Be confident in what you have. Understand, dude, you are amazing. You've come so far. And help people come as far as you. You don't need to be further than you are right now. You don't need to be something that you're not to be successful. You don't need to be that. It's okay to be you today, right here, right now. You you love yourself. You, you love who you're becoming while loving even more who you are. And that's a, a saying from one of the, the manifestations or whatever affirmations I listen to all the time. Uh, I love who I'm becoming, but I love, no, I, I love, yeah, I love who I'm becoming, but I love even more who I am and be okay with who you are right now. That's, that's very important. All right. Love yourself. Love where you're going and grow. My friends grow. You got this. You're good enough. And, uh, if you got some value out of this, please share this podcast with a friend. Please leave us a review on wherever it is that you're listening to. And for now, my friends, this has been the YPR podcast. We'll see you guys in another episode.